When I was a kid, I hated getting a splinter. My parents insisted that it had to come out and sometimes they'd use a needle. And when they complained, they'd say, it's worse if it stays in there. You know, resolving conflict can be a little bit like having a splinter. Man, it's hard. It hurts trying to resolve it. But if it sits, it can do a whole lot more damage. This past Sunday in Genesis 37, we saw an example of unresolved conflict. Eleven brothers hated the twelfth, Joseph, because he was their father's favorite. So when they got Joseph alone, they sold him into slavery, they staged his death, and then they comforted his father over his alleged death. What happened to these guys? Where's their soul? Where's their conscience? We got eaten up by unresolved conflict. Well, what do we do when we face conflict? Well, two things. First, let's remember at the cross, Jesus took on anger, and he took on jealousy, and he took on hatred. And in him, we have the power to step in to conflict. That's why Paul says in Romans 14, 18, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. So if you have conflict, could you take a step towards that person in the hope that the all-powerful God might resolve it? Second, I have unresolved conflict in my life, and I imagine you do too. And the hope we have is like we saw in Genesis 37 in the life of Joseph. God continued to work his purposes through unresolved conflict. So, conflict doesn't have to control us because we know God controls conflict.